everybody. I'm Grant. I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we like, making the other person experience it for the first time, and then we talk about it on this podcast. Grant, what did we talk about today? Today we talked about the comic book Sex Criminals. not talking about the cyber truck this week <laughs> uh, even though we are just talking a lot about it uh, and have opinions um, we're instead talking about uh, something that I chose um, yes you did not so, choose the cyber truck you did no, not force never. that on the world we, we didn't know that that existed at the, the time of uh, yeah. choosing you did not choose um, for that to exist in the world either. <laughs> uh, so uh, instead, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about uh, Matt Fraxton and Chip Zdarsky's uh, comic book, uh, Sex Criminals. We're going to talk about uh, Volume 1. Uh, I think it's just like most volumes. It's probably one issues one to eight or something. Yeah, six um, or eight, six, eight, or twelve is kind of general. I'm yeah, guessing um, this is on the lower end. But uh, it, felt, it felt short. Let's see, yeah, it's six criminals one to five actually. Wow. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. Um. So yeah. Um. I I don't. I feel like this is a book that has such a provocative title and provocative like if you look up any image of a cover or anything it's so intriguing that you, i feel like it's designed to go in just without knowing much about it and and kind of let it explain itself so i don't want to explain it to anybody who hasn't read it i would prefer that people that just go in and read it first without hearing any spoilers so I would say this is your your spoiler warning okay. uh, to anybody out there, and I feel like it's better to go in just blind. Not that there's anything in the story specifically that, like, you know, is spoilerable or anything like that. It just it seems like it's designed to try to get your attention, and then you get into it, and then it kind of, you know becomes an actual story instead of just like you know that's fair preconception I, do think, you I mean have it about has it. a pretty safe yeah. one sentence premise that it extrapolates off it does. of it does so I, I, how about this? I think that's safe this? to say now that we're past the point yeah. of we're past the point of the main spoilers and we'll say the premise and then we'll get into actual yeah. full spoilers so the basic idea of sex criminals is there's people, and uh, when they orgasm, they stop time, and then they decide to use that to for criminal activity. Yep. 
And now, super duper spoilers. Okay. From now on. Okay. Yeah. So, so, what'd you think? Uh, so, I'll start by saying, uh, so I was reading this the other day as my homework for this podcast, uh, and my girlfriend was at work, and, like, just as I was, like, kind of finishing it up, she got home and came in, and immediately was like, oh, what's wrong? Because I had a big frown on my face. Okay. And I won't say I hated it, but I definitely won't say I liked it either. Interesting. Because I did not. I didn't so like I, it. I first read this because I was it was suggested uh, by our friend Will. Uh, he had read it, I don't know, years ago. A few years so. ago by now. Yeah, I maybe a couple like. years, yeah. Uh, and then uh, finally I uh, got around to it, uh, and I've, I've read through a couple of the volumes. Uh, so, I, since I've read through a couple of the volumes, I will assume that I like it more than you did. Um, I have no intention of reading further. Yeah. Uh, so, interesting. What what did you dislike so much about um, it? The, like, there, there's kind of two beats of it. One is, while the premise is interesting and is a good foundation to build an interesting story from i just don't like these characters i don't enjoy spending time with them particularly john the guy i Mm -hmm. i just don't like spending time with that person Mm -hmm. um they there's a lot of behavioral things where i'm like okay fuck this guy and then they justify that later in the the arc and it's like okay so at least there's a level of like awareness and intentionality of hey these behaviors are they're not being portrayed as like oh he's so cool fuck the system like they Mm -hmm. they acknowledge that they're problematic later Mm -hmm. which is like good that's better than i thought because at the beginning it felt very much like a 15 year old just thought this is what a cool person acts like um that doesn't mean I. That still doesn't mean I want to spend time with this character. Sure. Um, and then the other aspect of it that's just kind of hard to get a, a beat on, and it's like there's something I don't like here, but I can't quite like speak to it with a level like an authoritative level, because um, a significant chunk of the beginning of the arc is all told from uh, the girl's perspective, and she's the point-of-view character. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, it, like, even them first meeting, it's told. It's not told as, like, these characters meeting. It's told as this girl falling for this guy. Mm-hmm. Which reads just, like, the, char- like, the girl character combined with the fact that the, that the male character... Really does look like the author and artist to an extent because they all they both kind of look similar to each other. Uh, I mean, as much as a like they are both thin, white males, yeah, the thi- <laughs> a thinner build hipster white male. Like it's not exactly the most unique character design, but it it feels a little too much like oh, two dudes created the kind of wom- woman that they'd be attracted to and would be attracted to them. It like 
really at no point does the female character feel like a a real character that I would meet. There's, uh, and like, it's almost kind of highlighted when the male character says things like, oh, you do look like this porn actress that I was really attracted to when I was younger. I'm like, okay, that just makes me more actively conscious of the fact that these are not real people and this character is not it i don't know it just reads it like there's nothing particular i don't think there's anything like bad or or like wrong in the the way the story is told but it does consistently read as like inauthentic to me of like oh this feels like two dudes writing a, a woman's dialogue like i was just conscious of that the entire time that's interesting. I and I'm not like I'm not saying men can't write female characters. Like, of course they no, no, can. No, you're saying specifically well, you I, found this to be a, yeah, not I was, a great I, example. Ideally, right. I shouldn't be consciously thinking about that or aware of it while I'm actively reading the text, and that was definitely sure. present here. Interesting. Um, I I did not find that. So okay. So I, I'm I'm trying to think. I'm trying to separate specifically. Uh, the first volume <laughs> in my head. I, I I did read. Yeah, the first volume flip, flip. ends pretty abruptly. So like, right. there's probably a lot of opportunity for things to to feel better over time. Right. Um, I, I it, went through the first, I think, three volumes. <laughs> I think just uh, yeah, like but, like it is kind of like a TV pilot. Like a TV pilot right, is almost right. exactly. always historically the worst episode of a TV show. Sure. So it, it, it's the concept. It's yeah. Yeah. So uh, I would say, uh, I, I didn't find. I I would say okay. So your your first kind of like thing about like I didn't want to spend time with this character of mm-hmm. of John. Uh, that's totally fine. Makes sense to me. Like I was not Im- as immediately annoyed or whatever by by that character existing uh i (laughs) i was able to just like continue reading and and trying to i was interested enough i guess by the concept and stuff that i wanted to continue Mm -hmm. going forward uh i do think that part of the part of the the thing that i like about the series is that when like i said it when you just see this on a shelf and it says sex criminals, or Mm -hmm. even if someone just tells you the premise of, Hey, these people have sex and then their orgasm stops time. And then they do stuff. I think those are like, that is a hook that is a really good, like, Oh, okay. okay, I'll jump in here and I'll like figure out, like I'll, I'm interested to read what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, the thing that I like so much about this is that it it starts that way as a way to get a lot more people reading this probably than they originally, like, just classically would. Uh, but it does go into handling people as real people and the imperfections that exist therein and like mm-hmm. the 
the I'm, I'm trying to ha- like figure out how to make sure like you know I, I think that it gets to handling a lot of complex and nuanced aspects about sexuality especially as you know people growing up in America how you know sexuality is treated or even the western world like how you know people discover their own sexuality and and you know like it it, it attaches a lot of you know issues about that about our societal approach to sexuality in a pretty like upfront and I think honest way, even mm-hmm. like, and it has a relatively mature sexual conversation, especially continuing forward. Uh, that I would emphasize relatively because I don't think I, well, I, okay. I would say there's a lot of humor, right. That exists in it or a lot of like, you know, like there's a lot of jokes in the the big panels of like when they go to a sex shop or whatever that are, you know, j- like not super highbrow jokes. But I do think that it's a that it's a pretty decent portrait of different people's sexuality and learning to figure out that sexuality. I don't think that the characters are necessarily that mature. I think kind of the point is that they're they're flawed and you know they they have issues. They mm-hmm. th- I do certainly remember like just looking at what's in this first volume. This first volume doesn't go super into it. It's kind of the honeymoon phase of their relationship and and you know the, introducing them as characters. Certainly in the next several volumes it goes much more into them not really being as smitten with each other and mm-hmm. kind of bringing up and dealing with more of their problems, you know, and stuff. But I think that not having, you can have a mature representation of people's struggles with their own sexuality and, and just, you know, going through life, figuring out their sexuality. You can have a mature discussion or, or representation of that without having mature Characters. No, I I know I'm, I feel I guess like I, I think you know. it, it gets to a point like I think the retrospective stuff of like you know the characters reflecting on them in pubescence is like oh yeah that that may you know it's kind of big mouthy in the like hey yeah, like yeah. It, it's just it's raw but honest mm-hmm. it's the the adultness where it starts to. I I feel like it conf- it hides under the guise of like sex positivity as as an excuse to just like like while you're talking about like oh the cover art and the tile and the premise it's so like provo- you know like provocative and like yeah and then like at least the first art kind of just stays right in that of like oh, we're talking about sex. Isn't that, aren't we cool? Like, I feel like the adult portions of the story has the same level of maturity as the 15-year-old girl, uh, you know, like, mentor figure that there exists at one point who's just like, look at it, like, 
I'll teach you everything about sex is just list- listing off like cartoony sex positions. It's like I don't to me the story did not elevate past that level of maturity of like hey, we're com- comfortable talking about sex. Cool. But do you have something to say about it? And then it was like, no, or, or at least not yet. Like, you mm. know, there's kind of phases of like the the most immature thing I can imagine is like, we can't talk about sex. You know, it's it's the societal problems you talked about. We can't talk about sex at all. And therefore shit t- uh, fucking problems happen because of that. And this story very blatantly obviously gets past that point as mature enough to talk about sex. Mm. But I never found it had anything interesting to say about it. It, it, if, okay. it, ascend, it started to feel very male, like not male fantasy in terms of like it being sexist or misogynistic in any way, because I don't really think it was that. It just felt like, like literally just a fantasy. Like it's a thing that uh, it's a sexual fantasy that these guys came up with. And it kind of didn't, that they were comfortable talking about and you know, producing as a as a formalized work. And it's like, yeah, good for you. But to me, it did not elevate past that point of like, oh, we actually have something to say about sex and about sexuality, about our society, other than like, yeah, we're all too prudish. It's like, well, yeah, that's probably true. Sure. <laughs> but that's also not a new, I, <laughs> new thought. I, well, I, I guess I, that is not a new thought for you. Hmm. it's not a new thought for me specifically either and probably for a lot of people, but I, I do think it is a new thought for a shit ton of people. I guess I'm um, going within the context and, of the audience and the medium also. Cause it's like, yes, I, I agree. That's true, but I don't like, I, I guess the question would be like, do you see this story being in the hands of someone who like, Oh, they actually are learning something from that exposure because in my mind i'm like there's uh, yeah, tons of I people i could I, I, see i do think that uh, uh, in the volume okay i would say multiple things the the thing you said about a pilot is good because yeah. you know this is serialized art so yeah, obviously so maybe it doesn't get to the point where to go on and the issue um, is like hey don't and this should not have been released this way it should have been released with three or four more issues attached or something Sure, sure. Maybe, maybe the they should have gone to the eight issue or whatever mm-hmm. volume or something like that. I do think that this is kind of the introduction of like, hey, this is we are going to talk about sex mm-hmm. in, in and you know be not be just laughing about it. Like, there's mm-hmm. little jokes in there. Yeah, we can laugh about stuff, but like, it's going to be about you know people's actual you know sex and stuff mm-hmm. and i that, and i think that the it kind of again i think that everything about this is designed to make you see something and get the, the general sex sells kind of concept of like oh, okay mm-hmm. i'll pick this up see what's on and then to continually get as it goes on like even past volume one i think more and more you know deep into that conversation you know, uh, but I do think that even within volume one, the way that it uh, and again, this is not revolutionary, you know, world changing stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it can be to some degree for some people that where they're, you know, t- 
talking frankly about, you know, the shame around masturbation or people, you know, trying to define their sexuality and, oh, yeah, sometimes John has sex with men and he's saying he's yeah. not gay, but he sometimes has sex with men and something like, and oh, yeah, she, the female character, like, experimented with having sex with a woman, but just found out it wasn't for her or whatever. Like, <laughs> those are things that, while not very advanced, they are, I think, it's kind of like, you know, are, are, it, it's not, I wouldn't say immediately comparable, but it, it's similar to the concept that we like with when, like, stuff like Fast and Furious is inclusive of stuff. It's like, oh, like, this is a comic book. Yeah. Most comic books are pretty much, like, at least most popular comic books in American society, especially now that comic book, you know, culture is just a more of a popular thing. They're pretty heteronormative and pretty, you know, like, they're not, they don't branch out a whole lot yeah, in terms of that, that is their depictions fair. of sex and sexuality. And I, guess I, I, so. I definitely was kind of like, it's kind of, like, this one's tough because, like, the. I, I don't want to get too into the weeds of this because I don't I don't think sure either yeah. of us would really be able to speak to this aspect of it. But I, I do now that you mention I do realize that like I did not even blink at those pieces because they're not like it's not a, a new idea I'm being exposed to. And I agree like mm -hmm. that is better than its absence, uh for the kind of target demo I'm imagining for this being like 15 to 18 year olds. Um, now I would say this does kind of fall into the like Avengers Endgame first openly gay character in a Marvel movie is a guy who went on a date with a guy once where it's like, yeah, that's good that that's there, but also that's not a lot either so it's like that's what the thing sure, it's, not the, a, it's not a story about gay characters right. so or, it's, it's like i don't want to give too much praise to the whole volume for two hit two offhand panels you know um because i was thinking more about like just the like this is because there's some aspects that are like societal commentary stuff i think that's that stuff it does do well and humorously in a very big mouthy kind of way and then there's mm. the, like, young adult sexuality aspect of these, but that, to me, that fell very much in line of, like, oh, it's just these two characters, it's not, or, you know, it doesn't have the room to, to say anything bigger yet, and that's totally fine, because it's a pilot, mm. um, but then that falls back to my first, you know, issue, is which is, like, yeah, but I don't like these characters, so... That is sure. like I think if I had if I found the characters to be people I would want to spend more time with and not author or audience surrogates, then I would be more inclined to give the the comic more of my time to then allow it to to allow it to give me the experience that you had in multiple volumes of like now we have the time and the space to say. Sure. bigger things and it's like because I, I i i would not find it surprising that it's able to do those things well considering it's able to do the adolescent 
stuff well. Um, mm. But the problem is, like, I just don't want it, it. Didn't it? Didn't get me? Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the same way that if this was a pilot of a TV show, unless it's you know a CW Flash, where I'm like, well, I'm already invested because I read the comics and I have to see how this mm. goes. You know, completely unreal or a Mandalorian where it's like, I know I'm going to watch all of the Mandalorian. I don't doesn't matter if the pilot's good or not. Um, so mm. it, this isn't that they actually do have to sell me and convince me to keep going. And uh, maybe it is that it just got truncated too soon. But, um, you know, if you give me two characters and one has my same fashion sense, but I find insufferable. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, I like that part of, and like, yeah, it, it's a tough one where it, it, I, I honestly wonder if the, if the male character felt more like a compl- more divergent from the, the characteristics that they have, you know, less of this uh-huh. kind of like idealized hipster guy and it was just like a completely different character it's like okay well now i can at least kind of recognize them as a character and not the author and audience surrogate that they feel like and maybe that's not the intention but that's really what they feel like um sure so yeah it, it runs it, it kind of runs the gambit I, I do in terms of the surrogate i do think that it is a bit of right what you know i do think that it's it I do think that it's though it, it's not the feeling of this again. This is because I read like the first three volumes like really quickly in a row, mm-hmm. uh, and read all the like back issue like of the issue like correspondence and stuff. I do think that the character is sort of. Presented in that, like you said, the, like that fifteen-year-old's idea of what a cool guy is. But I think that that's an author writing about their own past, mm-hmm. saying, "I thought I was a cool guy." Mm-hmm. Then you know what I mean, right. like, and, and later uh, we'll see them right, kind of like, be brought down to earth, kind of thing. Right. There's mu- there's a lot there's a lot of stuff like especially in the second volume and and going forward in the third volume stuff where definitely both characters get a little bit more fleshed out and more like oh yeah this is you're not like this is not a sustainable attitude for a human like you know like so like it 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 does it you know address some of that Mm -hmm. but you have to get to that point and to your point they might just be too insufferable for you to get, yeah. you know, to want and, to get to that point. Whereas, like, like, like when I was reading through it, just because of diff- of people having differences and me having a different tolerance level mm-hmm. uh, for it, I just felt like, oh yeah, this is a flawed character. Yeah, and, and then and, and it got to the it, point that where it, it admitted and addressed those flaws yeah. versus and, and perfect also know. is like a personal thing where it's like a, a huge turnoff for me is if I see a character that feels like a previous iteration of myself where it's like, Oh, I remember when <laughs> yeah. I was that person and fucking wrong. And I grew up, you know, like that, uh-huh. that makes it like, Oh yeah. I d- like 
the last thing I want to do is spend time with college me or high school me. Like those people sure. are yeah. bad. And that's why I stopped being those people. <laughs> right, so right, if you don't right. see, you know, like I imagine for you, you don't have that aspect. It's like, Oh no, this is just a different person. Um, Whereas I like to me, they're going to feel like an audience surrogate because they are relatable in a negative way, which sure. is just a weird, yeah. it's not a, a, a criticism of the work. If anything, it's, it's good that they're able to emulate real experiences. And it's just a different hurdle of like, okay, but how do we do that? And not remind you of like the shitty parts. And, and um, <laughs> one thing I was thinking that does kind of like, it's kind of, almost kind of like this weird domino thing where, like, there's a bunch of good things, but they kind of do a disservice to each other, where I think by the nature of so much of this arc being from the girl's perspective, um, it paints, or, or it kind of sets you up just from, like, seeing so much other media that is, like, using that kind of structure to interpret this as a love story. But it does it in the high, like the high school drama way, instead of like the the like romance movie way of, like if if you're gonna give me the girl as the point of view character and she's the one I relate to first, and I kind of um, what's the term for when like like a baby animal sees something uh, imprint? Yeah, imprint, if I'm gonna, yeah. if I'm imprinting on the girl character first, and then you introduce me to the guy that she's attracted to or in love with, like. I'm going to be defensive of the of her because that's that's my character first. So by that nature mm. the John ends up being somewhat like this shitty douchebag boyfriend who's like not good enough for my girl in a way. Um like I I I think the the part that was super weird to me was like I get that they're saying that the work is more nuanced than the uh than what people normally understand it from but you're telling me a guy quoting lolita isn't a giant red flag right yeah. like that the fact that that's a turn on i was like what the fuck is this book like yes i don't know the story uh but still, it was just weird. Yeah, no, I, I I agree that there's a whatever like aspect it is from whether it's like, oh, yeah, like I. Oh, yeah, like I'm identifying as relating to this girl. And then, yeah, if that guy's like pickup line doesn't work on me if I'm not charmed by it, then it's kind of like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're not <laughs> like, good enough. I don't want to go down yeah. this road. Like, but I, yeah, that I can see, I can see that, uh, that. Yeah, I, I was expecting <laughs> the characters to be given more equal point of viewiness. Like, I, I was expecting it to alternate, like, per issue or something. You know, uh -huh. and then, like, end of issue one is when they meet from her angle, end of issue two is when they meet from his angle, 
and you, uh, sure. but you get their backstories fully, and you get them as you you get equal footing with each character. So then it feels more like an ensemble story instead of a story of oh, there's this girl who has this power, and then she meets a guy who also has the same power. Um, because I knew I knew the premise going in, and I always interpret it uh. as like, um, like more like Bonnie and Clyde E in that it, 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 I pictured mm. I never pictured like Joker and Harley I pictured like no it's two equally the main character criminals who have this power that I also I thought the power was when only them together and like they kind of had to stay together to activate I, it and it was like oh yeah, well that's no, I, also I, not true so you could just yeah the second you find out like the second that they, it's weird because they first they find out only about each other. So it's like, oh, okay, it makes sense to be kind of attracted to someone who can relate to this really personal aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. But then they find out that there's like a bunch of other people. So then it's like, oh, okay, well, the obligation to stick with this one shithead shouldn't really be there anymore, <laughs> other than, well, now we're tra- uh, attached to each other because of the crimes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There also this is a aside, but the crimes aspect was like I don't know. I I thought it would be um more of that. I thought I, it would be equal parts sex and equal parts criminals. I mean, like, from the, from the, yeah, from the, from the title. The, yeah, well, the, also, like, all the art, like you, like you said, it's not just, you know, the cover and stuff, art. yeah. yeah. It's, it is also, like, trying to really overlap the idea that it's, like, there, there is sex in this story, and there are crimes in the story. It's yeah. both of the things that your parents warned you against <laughs> equally. Yeah. I and then like, it's, like, Oh no, it's not. <laughs> going going in, I kind of expected something more like. Um, did you ever read uh, Thief of Thieves, the Robert Kirkman no. uh, comic book that he did? Uh, I don't remember when, but like you know, after Walking Dead blew up and stuff, looks like twenty twelve is when it started. Um, but that was like Thief of Thieves was was I read through the first couple of volumes of that, and that was more like. Uh, Thomas Crown Affair or, you know, like it was a criminal story about a criminal and doing <laughs> criminal things and having the the romance of that, you know, world. Yeah, and kind like of a, a Lupin the Third kind of thing, criminal, James Bond, you know, yeah. Kind of the gentleman that, thief kind of thing. Right, exactly. And I kind of expected sex criminals to be something similar, you know, where it's like, oh yeah, it's all in this kind of like... Sexy criminal yeah, underground I thought, world. I thought we were going like, because we do get the like flashbacks of like, hey, we're starting mid crime and then we're doing flashbacks. Right, right. I thought them mid crime was going to be a little bit more like, oh no, they're like notorious, like cross country bank robbing, not like, oh yeah, they've been robbing like a couple banks around town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, it, it for sure. I, I yeah, it kind of it plays on that, and I feel like it does a it it's a it's one it's tough because it's a bait and switch, but it's an intentional bait yeah. and switch, and that's you know that can 
turn like that can go poorly if you you know were really wanting to see the other thing that they had right you know that they're yeah, advertising if you're attracted based on the genre premise of like like uh it i could easily see someone thinking this is like oh it's gonna be like in the vein of the invisibles or something like it's very uh you know punky not not to redig our our cyber truck conversation uh-huh. and it like it is a little bit in that it's shirking societal norms around sex and talking about sex but that doesn't really go that far and i think i think this is actually the part where i was like um no the story is not mature is that the conversations it has around other pieces of society like you know, there's a very anti-bank piece to this. Yeah. But it's, very, like, it's not, ex- I don't think it is explored in a very mature way. It doesn't, I think that, at least I, not yet. It, it, I feel like that stuff's shorthand. I feel like okay. a lot of that, I think, is used as a, like, hey, don't worry about the fact that the criminals, because, like, you know, like, fuck the banks, yeah, fuck them. Right, which, like, uh, I can agree with the sentiment, but it's a thing, uh, it still rubs me the wrong way when it's, like, I say, like, you say fuck the banks, and I also agree fuck the banks, but I feel like your motivation for saying fuck the banks is more juvenile, and, like, while I agree, and we're on the same team, I still don't, and, like, you know, does that make sense? There, yeah, there's uh, a wait, wait, because these are like these are very complicated systemic problems, and if the only react like I, I'm perfectly fine with a reaction being "fuck the banks" because I agree, but if that's all you have to say about it. Then it, it, you know, it's kind of similar to what I was saying. What I feel like this was able to say about the sex stuff is like. That's all you're able to say about it is mm. we should talk about sex and fuck the banks. It's like, you're not wrong, but like, I knew that already. <laughs> sure, sure. I, yeah, no, I, and, I can and see. Most people know this already, or at least looking, most people in my circle. Just looking at the first volume, I can see how both of those feel like they're at least on a close enough footing where it's like, okay. If everything about your story is shorthand, why am I reading it? I I would say yeah, that I, it, I certainly I think that the the the, the sex discussion does get deeper. The bank stuff mm-hmm. doesn't really, but I but I but like I'm okay with there being shorthand in this world if they're going to have a different focus or whatever, and that's more yeah. just a plot device. And like the way it was presented to, like I got on board pretty quickly when I was like, okay, she runs like a small library and she's trying to mm. save physical books and there's an evil bank and they're trying to raise money yeah okay like that's all i also, need to know like uh, I, I get i get the idea that yeah. this is they need the bank sale at the end of the thing to save grandma's whatever like you know like it's that trope of like okay cool there's a thing and they need yeah, money I think, like, <laughs> I think i would have been more okay with that the whole like bake sale aspect if it <laughs> spent some time there, and it was just like, here are the hijinks of them earning the money, which is like, pretty much, they just True. do it. Yeah, no, like, they they pretty, just do it, it almost off-screen off, off screen yeah, yeah. and succeed. There's some, like, 
questioning of like, hey, maybe this isn't right. And I was like, okay. And then it's it's like, actually, don't worry about that, because the sex police are here. And I was like, yeah, I guess every story needs a villain. I, I think it would have been more interesting to just make the banks a real villain and wait to introduce more sex police. Like, the, the addition of the sex police stuff so early almost undermines the whole premise to me. Because to me, it's like, oh, she doesn't need to feel an obligation to stay with this guy anymore because he's a bad influence and kind of a shithead. And <laughs> the existence of the sex police proves it's not just the two of them that have this power. So, yeah, in theory, she can meet someone else. I do think that the... Like, okay, going to the pilot metaphor, <laughs> I, you know, I don't think that this is uncommon or even necessarily bad, right? Because I think, basically, this is pretty directly similar to the pilot of Firefly, where, like, <laughs> basically, there's some people, and then they kind of, like, get thrown together because of happenstance, and then you know, do something, and then the very end is the big, is, is the, yeah, the real you, antagonist you authority being like, the hands of hey, blue people exist. Yeah, hey, we're hands of blue people, we're sex cops, and we see that both of you, and we, we lump you together, even if you didn't want to be lumped together. But yeah. now you gotta be together and figure out your shit. And you're all flawed in different ways, you gotta figure that out. And you got it right. because we're against all of you. It's like that's right. a pretty good. It makes sense. Comparison, it's it's but, structurally yeah. totally fine to me. It's just like it's skipping over the. It, it's kind of the. I think to me, Pacific Rim is the worst uh, offender of this kind of like quote unquote writing rule of like, are you telling me the most interesting part of the story? And like to me, it was like. No, them doing crimes would have been the most interesting part, not them on the run from the sex police after doing crimes. Uh, and I say sure. I should clarify what I mean by Pacific Rim is the worst culprit. Pacific Rim feels like it's the third movie in a trilogy, and they tell us about two different awesome wars that happened over the for first 20 minutes, and then just do like, the rest of the movie is like an epilogue for two movies we didn't see yet. Uh, but yeah, I, there, there's a lot of ways that, like, based on premise and cover art and title, this could have gone a different way that I think maybe I, I would have been more attracted to just from, like, the tonal mm. aspect of, like, like, and, and maybe this is, it's almost like genre whiplash, where it's like, <laughs> if this is a romance story, I have these complaints. If it's a weird premise adventure story then I have th these complaints. If it's uh, satire, sex humor, but also social commentary and you'll learn something, it's like okay, well then I have these complaints. And it's like but it's kind of all of them, so I can't sure. triage my complaints into a, a good like order of like wh what would... I want to see addressed first kind of thing. So, I guess this is a good, okay, so maybe it's a good exercise for this because I, I think that's fair. I think mm -hmm. if if I was you know, if, if you just had this, if we 
you know, if they were, if this was the pilot and, the, you know, of, of a comic book series, I don't think this works this way in that industry, but still just mm-hmm. going with it. If they had this volume as the pilot and they sent it to you and then you're like, and they're like, okay, hey, Eric, we've greenlit this thing. We need a script doctor. And then, so you, like, so they're giving it to you and you've got to define what you want this to, to what direction you want this to go in, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is, you know, has some uh, some hooks in some different directions. What's the direction that you refine it into going to? Like, what, do you make it something that is more, like dis- uh, disregarding all of what it what I say it becomes. Yeah, you know the, the what, what is the direction of, that you take it? Yeah, and maybe this is me kind of placing my my day job role into the the hypothetical a little bit. My low like trying to go with the lowest cost changes first for the most bang for your buck. I would either want to see um, structurally. Both characters are the protagonists, and we and we find a way to alternate. Like, hey, now this now we're focusing on this guy's point of view on this thing. Um, uh, make it and also make them feel more equally powerful in the course of the story. I I don't. I'm not really liking how she has a stronger motivation to 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 say fuck the banks, but he's the driving force of it. I I don't think that really works. Um, I would either want to do that, or keep the structure as is, but do a better job of uh, like, kind of closer defining this as like, this is a love story for like, you know, this this is the edgy uh, love story, the Saint Your Grandma's love story kind of thing, but it is a love story, um, mm-hmm. and through that nature, like, make the guy more, make him a character Ryan Gosling could play, <laughs> you know, like make him a guy you could actually fall in love with, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like not um, fuck, uh. <sighs> I'm I'm trying to think of like an a ca- actor that I could would cast <laughs> him as right now, but I'm blanking. Uh, but yeah, like those are kind of the two directions I could go that I think are relatively low wake. Like you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't be trained changing too much of it. I, I and I don't think you'd be really, um, you know working against the current spirit of the stories, but I, th- I do think it would, at least for me, I-, I-, I would be more attracted to spending more time in that world. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, there's, I think, I think you could do bigger stuff, but then that's just like writing um, a, yeah, a completely new story yeah. to ma- better match expectation and the title and the cover art, which is like, Eh, just cover, just change the title and the cover art if, if that's <laughs> such a concern. Uh huh. Okay. So that's that's my my thought on that. Mm. Yeah, I. Okay. It's interesting. I yeah, like I said, I I would make it my all my notes would be having gotten 
user testing from you and uh yeah. i would i would say that it needs to uh either hook more people like you know like and keep them engaged longer you know that's that seems to be a big problem is that there's a build up to where it starts to get a little bit more into the it, it's deeper discussion of mm-hmm. uh sex and i feel like maybe it's just not doing a good enough job at hooking people and mm-hmm. and bring them in like the the alternate could be to get to that stuff quicker but i think that that actually would not serve as well I think that yeah, it's useful it, it for there to be something that can undermine the pacing, right? And I, th- I think that there's it can just in terms of what it's trying to do, taking people from a base level to a deeper conversation. You want to mm-hmm. have enough time to get people hooked and then push further into a deeper conversation than than just jumping out and trying and, to have it immediately or whatever. And depending um, on what your actual target audience for this is, it might be. I can if you're if you're saying sure. like if 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 we say that this is made for fifteen to eighteen year olds, I actually think it's perfectly sur- like suited for that already. I think I could totally see it, the the way it uses right. humor and the subject matter and the edginess and all that stuff. I think for that audience, it's it does a lot that will suck you in and then keep you. Then allow them, as, you know, pe- uh, that bigger conversation that you're talking about. I think the problem is that it's like, for us, you know, someone who's almost thirty, it's like, nah, I don't think this is for me. Um, yeah, I, and maybe yeah. that maybe that's just not a problem. Like, you know, sure, that's sure. I, it's I I wouldn't want to say like all art should be made for all right people because it's it sounds a little shitty the way i said that but i think you i hope you know what i mean where it's like no like you're making something for somebody like that is fine right don't 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 respond to feedback that's way outside your target demographic yeah all the feedback in your target demographic like is counter to that like yeah yeah. And, and i should say if you are saying you're making something for everybody then like you should mean that because like Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, like, those are pretty goddamn broad audiences, and I think that those are areas where it's like, yeah, you should be more considerate of not, you know, other um, groups and cultures and stuff to make yourself accessible to those, those, to as many audiences as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But not all art does need to do that. Right. Um, it's, It's about, like, because I, I realized the, the the words I would say could be bent to be like, see, this is why we don't need women in Star Wars. It's like, that's not what the fuck I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, those are giant, massive, broad audience appeal movies and are very clearly intended to appeal to everybody. So they should do the legwork to earn that. Yeah. This is an independent comic book made by two chuckleheads about sex. I'm okay with them making it for like themselves and them and 15 to 18 year olds. Like that's right. fine. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't say anything 
actively horrible in the work, right. which they do yeah. not. Um, I did want to say this made me think of um, why the last man a little bit. Had you uh, had you read any of that yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't remember how far I got, but that's I, fine. I, I, it, 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 I'm kind of going to compare pilot to pilot. Mm. Um, the thing I think they have similar is that they have very simple to consume premises of like why the last man is for whatever reason all the other men on the planet have died except for one guy and it's like oh okay but the subversion is that it's like it's not treated at, at no point is it treated like the fantasy that that premise sounds like it's always treated as like first a horror situation and then it's an adventure the adventure story of the guy trying to find his girlfriend who's like three countries away and it's like oh that's kind of the opposite of what one would think about a story about mm. a guy being the last man on earth um whereas with sex criminals it doesn't do that subversion thing at, to me at least it, it, within the pilot um it's like oh what's sex criminals about it's about people who can stop time when they orgasm and they do crimes and i, and I would go like oh that sounds like kind of a uh a, a, you know kind of raunchy comedy edgy like 15 year old to hipster kind of thing and it's like yep <laughs> And that's what it was. And it, it, I'm, if it expands out of that later, great. I just think uh, Y was able to subvert the expectations very early and very successfully in a way that this didn't. Um, I would say, I would say, uh, I don't know that it, okay. And maybe subvert is not the goal, but right. I just mean like. Well, I would say the that was why, why, the last, why the last man. It, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know if it how much it's subverted because I don't know that the expectation was there initially. Other than if someone specifically described it as like, "Why the last man?" It's a story about a man, and everybody else is a woman uh, on the planet. No, but like, like you know, the... it's like oh, like pretty immediately, it's like this is a story about a guy in a post-apocalyptic world where no, like, I, I, but if you say it as like and... the last like. The last man on earth is like that's a cliched phrase. Like, sure. oh, I wouldn't sleep with you if if you were the last man on earth. And right. The only reason I do believe there is that aspect to it is uh, I remember Will telling me about a time he did a an essay about why the last man, and like got through explaining the premise, and a girl in class was like, "Ugh." Uh, man, like it's about a guy being uh, the last man on earth, and blah blah. And then he's like, "Well, actually, no. This is what the story like." Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do think at least the one sentence premise was a, um, at least conscious of the cliche of like, "I won't sleep with you if you're the last man on earth." Like that. I think the title, the title, yeah. and the premise yeah. is built out off of that. You know. I, I, I'm not saying that that's not, I, I guess, like, that's without, like, if you see the cover of Why the Last Man, that, yeah, you true. immediately know it's not that. Yeah, like, that like, is true. It is, like, there is very little out, 
in the work that would right. lead you right. down that direction all, other than the fact that you already like, you have to already work. have that idiom in your head so i wonder if it's like like if that idiom doesn't exist in French or something, <laughs> right? Then and you you're a French native speaker who picks up why the last man. You might have zero thought of that aspect at all. Like that right. is totally true. The cover art doesn't support it. The premise very like never plays with the idea. It only exists if you have that thought in your head, external of the work. So that is true. It's not. It's not necessarily the great comparison. It was more just a, a the. I was trying to think of other comics that like I, I, either yeah. are independent or are um, just you know not Marvel DC that were that are able to like pull off the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Walking Dead is obviously very easy because like, it's it's fucking zombies. Like, right. what, what do you want? Right. Um, the preacher, I think, is kind of comparable to this in that it's like it's similarly the uh, a, a silly and simple to explain premise for the for the adventure of like God sucks and we're gonna go fight him and beat <laughs> him up. And it's like okay, and like if you're on board with that. It is what it is. If you're like, you you sound like a fifteen year old, then then you're not on board with it. I think mm-hmm. preacher and sex criminals are probably very comparable in their pilot execution. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, it, it really just depends on if you think if you're still on board for the premise itself. Right. Um, ironically, two comics Will loves, but also why the last man is also one he loves. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder yeah, why, it is interesting. why the last man is called in like Russia. Like, do they just pick a different, like a Cyrillic letter for why, or do they like change it to a word? I wonder. I imagine it because it's supposed to be like the chromosome and the variable. So, right. whatever the translation of that is. Mm, so. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Cool. I think that's that seems to have covered most of it. Yeah. Um, I now am glad I read it because I had a good conversation. Good. Uh, Clearly, I I can't. I want to reiterate that that tr- story was a hundred percent true of me reading it and Helen just walking and being like, "Oh, what's wrong?" I'm like, "I'm reading this comic I don't like." <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you can pay me back with something. Uh, I think I earned it, honestly. Like, or I deserved it after the number of fucking dream catchers I made you watch. Uh, At least what you picked is like technically good. It's just you know, there's Uh, not large structural problems or or like just insane farting alien words or anything. Uh. Cool. Well, we'll find out what we're talking about next week. Next week. Yeah. Until then, it's uh, not gonna be the fucking Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs> you teased that up front, so I felt like I had to at least yeah bookend uh, or or give some kind of payoff to that. Yeah. We have opinions. It sucks. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're gonna thank Brenda for awesome artwork and thank yeah. Dave for editing and giving us some theme music. 
Uh, if you want to contact us and tell us about your thoughts about uh, sex criminals or the Cybertruck, you can do so <laughs> on SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's all of it. Yeah.